Welcome to Hope in the Good Life, a podcast that brings you stories of hope from those connected in different ways with Catholic Social Services of Southern Nebraska. CSS is a nonprofit organization that has been around for nearly a century, helping our neighbors in need of all faiths across 24,000 square miles of Southern Nebraska. Now, here's your host of Hope in the Good Life. John Sukup. One of the areas of CSS that has been very busy in the last few months bringing hope in the good life to over 100 new Nebraskans is the Refugee Resettlement Department. Uh, joining us today is Poe D, CSS Director of Refugee Resettlement and Senior Case Manager Elham Fosley. Guys, thanks for taking some time out to join us here today. Poe D, what has life been like for you and your staff over the last few months? We were extremely busy because we have so many uh, clients that come in at the same time and didn't give us much time to prepare. So we have clients that need to take them to the doctor's appointment and take them to the grocery store and find it a house and late pick up. So we are all over the place, yes. At all hours of the day? Yes. And night? Even late nights, late at nights, yes. Tell me a little bit about your staff. There's, you have a staff of about a half dozen people all from different parts of the country, or different countries, I should say. Even myself, I'm not originally from here, but I'm, I'm originally from Burma, uh, also known as Myanmar. So yeah, half of my staff are, say they were born here and raised here. And uh, I have some of them from um, I mean, Afghanistan and Sudan. So yeah, um, a lot of, um, uh, most of them, you know, they have uh, experience with helping with the uh, refugees. So they're very good stuff and they have background in helping refugees. So that was my next question. Yeah. And I thank you for thinking of that. Yeah. They were refugees themselves, some yeah. of your staff from mm-hmm. South Sudan, you say mm-hmm. Afghanistan, of course, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Myanmar or yeah. Burma. What has that done for your staff as far as relating to these refugees coming in? I think uh, it makes them uh, understand what is the re- the refugees because so when they know uh, what the refugee is when they serving the cl- uh, refugee clients so they already experienced those in the past so they already overcome some hardship and barriers so what were some of those barriers so like coming to the new co- new country like this this is this is not like for them it's a new home they have to remain their new homes and with the new culture and language barriers easier for them to tell their clients, okay, you can overcome it because I did it. Is it true some refugees, they don't even know what their name looks like in English? They, some of them because they don't even know how to read and write in their own langu- native language. Mm. So when it's come to uh, English, how are they gonna read it? Because I have clients that give me the mail. I said, that is not yours. I was like, he was like, I don't know how to read my name. I was like, oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> so sometimes we didn't realize that. We thought they can read, but no. I think one of the calls that you told me one time was someone called, how do you run this thing called a thermostat? Oh yes. Yeah. So we, we have to teach them everything from the scratch because when they arrive here and they don't know how to use toilets, they don't know how to use running water, you know, turn on the lights or turn on the heat. So everything is new for them. So we need to teach them. We have to keep in mind that for us, it's just something like normal that we use every day. We we probably thought they already know it, but no, they don't. Elham, you and your family arrived from Afghanistan a few years ago. I came in 2020 with my family. Uh, I and my family, we came as an immigrant, uh, and 
uh, we came here for a better life. Uh, the refugees are the ones that had no other choice but to mm. come here. My journey with my family here in Lincoln, um, in America, especially in Lincoln, was um, at first coming here, um, it wasn't easy. Um, new city, new people, uh, especially Lincoln um, is way more smaller comparing to places like Los Angeles or New York where we have relatives and, and they mm. tell us stories. So it wasn't easy to start, but um, at first when I came, I just thought of like the big cities and expecting that kind of lifestyle, which was totally different than Lincoln. I said, I'm going to move out of here as soon as possible, and which I did. I did. I just finished my high school, um, even though I was graduated in Afghanistan, I had to start high school again. and. Mm graduate from it. I just finished my high school and moved to LA, living the big life, like the big city life. And then you realize that the life in Lincoln was probably more of a family life, more of a good life, more of like a the life I wanted. So which brought me back to Lincoln, Nebraska and where I am today. The journey went great. And um, all of the refugees we're having here in Lincoln, I'm glad they're in a place like Lincoln mm. by looking at my own journey. Sure. Well, what are some of the things that your staff does to help these refugees uh, settle into a new life here in Lincoln? Bodhi? So, so our goal is to help our uh, clients to become self-sufficient. So, when they arrive here, we um, do many things like like basic need first, like finding the housing and um, set up the uh, medical uh, exam, like physical exam with the doctors, and also finding the house for them. Also, like if they have kids, we enroll them into school um, and like uh, job. So those are all the like important basic needs that we try to prioritize first when they arrive here. So, yeah. Mm. Um. Ilham, uh, talking with people from your native country. Since you're, what, you're 22 years old. Uh, I don't know how much of the, the, your home country you grew up in, but mm. seeing these people now, has that been of a bit of a culture shock for you? Well, honestly, when we first came to America, um, like I said, it was way more different than the people that are coming now. Um, at first, it wasn't a cultural shock because I knew most of the life that people live here. But when these people came here, um, it was a totally new thing to me. It was something never expected, especially in Lincoln. It, I've never seen anything like this in my whole life. Um, like I said before, it was not easy, but we had to deal with, but we had no other choice but to solve every single problem they have. Um, like Puri said, we do every single thing from A through Z. The moment they arrive to Lincoln, we pick them up. And from small problem to big problem, we have to solve every single thing. Like my staff, like our my coworkers, they have been to ER, to C-section. Like they mm. have dealt with every single problem you could think of. Mm. Think about a person that knows nothing about the country. Not that I'm saying that they know, that they don't, anybody from outside of U.S., they probably don't know the life that we live here. So dealing, like giving them a new life and um, starting everything with zero would be not easy, especially if you have just three months for hundreds of clients. Um, had to deal with a lot. The cultural shock for them and so for me was way more unexpected. And I'm super surprised um, and more shocked by the work my, my coworkers and staff has done. Mm. And I'm thankful for uh, the people we had here in CSS. What are both of you, maybe you can explain these Afghan refugees, how they are associated with the US government, mm. why they're here. 
why they're here because I think because these people they don't have option where to go and they come here to just uh, find a, a safer place. But they worked with the U.S. government too. They, yeah, yeah, right? they worked with the U.S. government. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My own family, my father was a contractor with the U.S. military, so. Um, like I said, we were immigrants, came for a better life, but um, at the same time, these people were probably in a bad position than us. They had no other choice but to leave because they worked with US military, and if they would stay, they would. They were very sure that they would not have good time with them. And now we're worried about their families. And yes, them over here yeah. because the, the Taliban they go after them. Yeah, we have clients that are telling us to, how can we bring our families because they're. Um, their doors are knocked back home and their families are sometimes dealing with things that you cannot even imagine, like getting threats and things like that. But we are trying our best to find a way to bring their families here as well. Just, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, will we see any refugees from Ukraine, Bodhi? Currently, we don't have any status about bringing Ukraine yet because we spoke to receive six individuals this month and the airport is being closed down and we don't hear anything about that yet maybe in the future uh, we don't know maybe we will there's a possibility that we might have a Ukrainian in the future yes okay. great anything you'd like to add about the future of the refugee resettlement department and uh, what we can expect in the months ahead um, my expectation would be um, I believe in a future in a few uh, months our clients that we had hundreds of clients the Afghan clients they will be working they will be living the life that we wanted to provide them and um, we will we will be more than happy to see them having what we wanted to give them they'll be working their children will be going to school and living the life that we wished to give them and which is good for us and for them. Is there anything yeah. that we can help with? What sort of items or services the general public can help provide the, this current group of refugees? Mm -hmm. In order for us to rent a house or an apartment, we, they, they, you have to go through the background check or credit check or whatever. So and it, with the Af Afghans refugees, they don't have uh, social security yet. I mean, they have it, but they don't have a, like a credit school history. credit history or background like work history a job history yeah so um we want like the public to understand that they are they are willing to work in the future they are good people and um we want that to be easy on them you know like mm -hmm. giving them a place to rent so they have a homes and they can start building their life here in america because if we <laughs> don't support them and we like not giving that a place it, it's been a challenge for us here to find a house because of that right. reason yeah my dad you, you said that they want to work uh, yeah. and that's definitely true you could say the refugee resettlement department is helping to improve the lincoln economy because you're providing yeah. workers for a yeah. workforce that's a bit depleted here lately so yeah. thank you for all the work you do Hodi, refugee resettlement department director and elham fazli senior case manager again with the refugee resettlement department guys thanks so much for joining us Thank you, John. You've been listening to Hope in the Good Life with Catholic Social Services Development Officer John Sukup. If you would like to connect, donate, or volunteer with CSS, please visit cssshope.org or call 402-474-1600.